Vanguard Media. Stay informed and stay connected. Visit us at VanguardMediaLLC.com. Good afternoon, lovelies. How are you? It's Latreva with the Love Power Radio Show. Miss Mimi, we love you. She had to take a little bit of a respite. Um, So she's resting and she's taking care of herself. And we are excited to see her next week. But you got me this week. Ready, baby? All right, let's go. So first of all, this show is sponsored in part by the groundbreaking book presented by P. Coffee Brown, Why He married her and played me child this is nine secrets to what he's thinking co-authored by stunner radio's own darren baker the pre-sale price is 15 dollars pre-sales are available now through october 1st or get your autographed copy from darren through cash app at dollar sign center s-y-n-t-e-r you know you want to know why he married her and played you, so get your pre-order copy today. All right, so the business is taken care of, and I just want to ask, the first thing we talk about is how was our week? So we have our guest here, Jamie Perry, Hi. international violinist. What's up, y'all? How are you? Don't be scared. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> so we want to know what we uh, what your week was like. So how was your week? How are things going? How are you feeling? Uh, my week was good. Uh, kind of busy, uh, just going to work, um, doing recording work um, at my church, and also uh, working on promo for the EP that just came out. Okay, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just kind of keeping busy and hanging with the family and doing stuff. So That's very cool. Good. So mm-hmm. pretty cool. Okay. So are y'all back at school yet? Uh, yeah. So we started this week. I had my first classes on Wednesday and Friday, so that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Trying to get used to the Zoom stuff going on mm-hmm. and the Microsoft Teams and everything, but I'm really enjoying it. Looking forward to um, how we're going to expand that because it's kind of weird being an orchestra right. teacher online, right. trying to get everybody to play together. And right. Stuff. So I think it'll be cool, but very it'll be cool. definitely a very challenge. Very good, very good. So um, for me, the week was this is going into our fifth week, I believe. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, we're getting into some routines. We've gotten through that first grading period. Mm-hmm. So now kids are like, oh, I have a 12 in your class. <laughs> like I guess I real. should do some work. <laughs> hey, miss, hey, how can, can I, I get my grade up? Please. I was like, just do the stuff like, I wow. give you. And right. It'll, it'll work you, out for everybody. Yeah, we don't need to do anything <laughs> extra. Just do what you need to do, exactly. right? But, you know, I uh, we had our first parent, um, what are those things? Open house. Oh, cool. And uh, got to meet some of the parents virtually. I was a little bummed because, you know, basically we bought the open house to your house, right? right. So it was kind of disappointing to see that I had some classes where there were literally only two or three parents there. And I'm like, all you had to do is roll up on your phone. But it's okay, no judgment. But I just expected that there would be right, more. Would be a right, be But the kids and the parents that showed up were gracious. They were great. We literally only had 10 minutes to talk to them. So oh, it was right. like, so hey, I'm the teacher this my stuff all right let's go next next class right but it was really really good and it wasn't um it was not as stressful you Mm -hmm. know as I thought it was going to be but it's been a really good like okay this is how the cycle works and this is what that sort of virtual 
open house would look like. So right. I've had a pretty decent week, you awesome. know. Um, we got some rain, so that was nice. We didn't have to water the grass. Right. So. Everything's kind of chill. It's <laughs> like, right. oh, wait, where'd this come right. from? Right, so oh. all was well. So as I said earlier, our guest today is um, a beautiful person. Um, her name is Jamie Perry. She is um, an international violinist, <laughs> and uh, she's released a new project, and I just wanted to talk to her about that today yeah, so um, tell us about your musical background like where did how did you become interested in playing the violin and music how did that work out for you okay so I started playing violin at age five okay. um, my mom told me this story uh, a long time ago when I was four we were sitting in church um, and there was a girl who was playing the violin her name is Abrietta um, and she was playing during our Christmas program mm -hmm. and so I turned and looked at her and I was like mom I want to play the violin and so, you know, when you're four, you want to be like a ballerina or like a teacher or like right. whatever. And I was like, I want to play the violin. So she was like, okay. But, you know, little kids, you're like, oh, okay. Like, they're just saying something. Sure. And so then when I went to kindergarten, we had, um, there's a violin program at my elementary school. Okay. And so my mom was like, oh, well, you know, you have to pick an instrument. What are you going to do? I was like, violin. Like, that's what I wanted that's to do. That's what I said. And then from then on, it's just been, like, all the way up. So was it... What was your what would what about the instrument was attractive to you even at a as five at five? I just feel like it's something that you can speak through. I mm -hmm. feel like it's something that is different from let's say a brass instrument or like a wind instrument or something that you physically have to like make a I don't know it's a it's a weird way to explain it but I feel like it's sort of connected to me in a way. Okay, like I can kind of speak through it when I can't like because I sing as well a little bit. Uh -huh, but the stuff uh -huh. I can't sing, I play. Mm. So it's like, hey, okay, I've kind of figured out like, oh, after years of trying to like figure out how do What's I What's my like, voice? Yeah, and it kind of just all came together. Like, uh, yeah, recently, like literally a year ago, after twenty years of playing. <laughs> So what was it like before then? You were just playing the music that you had? I mean, so everything that I was playing before, and I didn't realize this until my project came out, everything that I ever played was someone else's. Right. Everything. And so I was like, that's so cool because I really like stemmed from what I was taught from them, whether that was classical, jazz, R&B, hip hop, uh, whatever I'm listening to, um, that just kind of fuels what I have. And right. so that kind of builds my voice into something that um, is something that can grow into something else. And so mm -hmm. I just feel like it's all kind of connected in a way. So. Mm. so at what point, so I I know that there's a, you know, a period where we're learning the things mm -hmm. and we're learning the instrument, but at what point did it become like an instrument that you loved? Like Ooh. I play it, I know how to make it work, I'm mm -hmm. skilled, but to be like, this is my voice. This is like you were saying a second ago, like mm -hmm. when I can't sing it, I play it. Right. At what point did it, did violin and you get to that kind of relationship? It's weird because I started at such a young age and I feel like it started at a point where I knew I loved what it was, but I didn't understand how big of a commitment it was going to be at oh, the time. Oh, say more. Right. So at, when I was five, I was like, oh, the violin's really cool. And then I didn't realize like it was going to take me practicing every day. It was going to be taking me like to sound not really, like. yeah, to sound like the Ixoc Promans and mm -hmm. the Maxim Vengerovs mm -hmm. and the the Hillary Hans and like the big classical people because that's who I had to look up to. Right. And so like as a little kid, I was like, I have to practice all the time. But then of course, me being distracted and being a kid, right. like I didn't like practicing, Got so I would you. always kind of be 
in this battle, like, I have to get better, but I don't want to do it. Right. So it's like, <laughs> I don't want to work. So I don't want to work. I don't want to do it. So it right. kind of got to the point where I was about 12, okay. where it was like, okay, Jamie, if you're going to do this, like, this is what you're going to do. Okay. And if you're going to go for it, like, we're going to go. Okay. So that meant I had to sacrifice a lot of stuff. I had to sacrifice a lot of social activity, yeah. a lot of other stuff. But it all came back together in music okay. because now that I'm an adult, Ish, quote unquote. Sort of. um, it's, it's easier to navigate life because I put the work in early. And mm-hmm. so now I can kind of, my dad used to always say, work first and then you can play. Okay. So now I can play a little bit yeah. because I worked from age five to now. Okay. You know? And so what, like, would you say, at what point would you say your career began? Like, would um, you start to say, I considered this the beginning of my career? Um, so it was actually really interesting. The first big gig I would say that I ever did was at the National Baptist Convention. I don't remember how old I was. I think I was either 12 or 13. It was the mm. first time I played with like a really big, in front of a really big crowd. Okay. Because I remember we'd all come, because the convention had come to Houston that year. We were in the George R. Brown in some big room. And I remember playing, we played, um, Ronald Matier did a um, an arrangement of, what's the song? Oh man. Oh, I can't remember the song right now. But he did an arrangement of this really beautiful song. And we did the, um, I did the intro to it in front of all these people. And it was, I literally played for 12 seconds. And it was like the the scariest thing right. ever. And I was like, this is really happening. Like, this is really like my time to do it. Yeah. And it's just like, it was for God to so love the world. Okay. Okay. I was like, Lord, bring this back bring to my back, members because I could not do this right now. <laughs> Give me the song. I need it for the story. For God to love the world. And it was just, it was really cool because it was the first time I'd heard that song in the setting and they were like, it would be beautiful if you did this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm 12. Like, I've never really played in front of the people. Like, what's up? Like, I don't know. But it all worked out in the end. And that was so, that was kind of like my first gig. And I made a little check from it as well. So I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I can get paid for this too. Like, this is cool. So so where did you, okay, so that was your first big career move. Mm -hmm. And that was when you were like, I'm official. I'm official. (laughs) I got my blue check in my Right, right, right. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so, what? Where were you performing to get yourself ready for that moment? Like, what? What sort of places were you able to share as you were honing that gift? So, I was really playing a lot at school at the time, okay. and I was really heavy in the classical. Okay. Um, and so then over the summertime uh, at my church, Mount Corinth Missionary Baptist Church, that's the church I grew up in, mm-hmm. uh, in Fifth Ward, uh, Roderick Davenport, who was uh, one of our instrumentalists always gave the youth an opportunity to be part of the band over the summer. Okay. And so I would play with them. And so I remember he told me one time, he was like, we got to get you playing stuff. I'm like, I'm a classical musician. I don't play jazz. <laughs> and he was like, if you're a musician, you'll be able to play anything. anything. Ooh, and so that's it kind of hit me. Yeah. And so like, Are I you used a to musician? think like, am I really, right. That's right. Like, that's right. Like at 10 and 9, like, am I really real? Like, am I really doing this? <laughs> Questioning my life. Um, at 10. At like a young age. <laughs> um, but it all kind of came together and just like, just his guidance, like my violin teacher, Kathy Karpicki, who has been such a pivotal person in my life. Um, who helped me from elementary to literally high school, Mm -hmm. uh, just, like, helped us, gave us uh, recital opportunities and stuff, and just, like, really gave us the opportunity to really show our talent. Mm -hmm. And I would always leave my practice to the last minute. Right. But, you know, diamonds are made under pressure. Out of pressure. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're going to use. So since she used to come in ready, even though I was like, Lord, I'm going to need you to... Just give me a little anointment. Because I know I should have been practicing two weeks ago, but two hours earlier. But listen, <laughs> I had to get that last part in right quick. But he always showed up when I needed him. But no, that's not a good method. So to everybody out Don't there, if that. you're an instrumentalist, please practice. Please. Because now I actually do practice, and that's how I got here. Okay. So praise God. Good. 
Deliverance is real. So did you go to high school? You were in, you're from Houston. Yeah, I'm from Houston. So did you go to mm-hmm. HSPVA? I did. Shout okay. out to HSPVA, high, high school, school for the performing there and visual arts. Class of 2014. I see you shout um, them out. Woo-woo. So <laughs> where did your, you know, once you began your career at mm-hmm. 12 mm-hmm. and you went to this extremely prestigious school, where did life take you after that? Okay, so that's the crazy part. So that's where the Lord kind of just like blew up my whole Okay, tell me what the Lord did. So this is what the Lord did, girl. Um, <laughs> So I was afforded the opportunity in high school uh, with my um, former teacher, uh, Dr. Kirsten Yon, who's at University of Houston. Great teacher, putting in a plug. If you need a teacher, she's great. Um, she taught at a course in Cambridge uh, mm-hmm. in the UK, uh, which was about an hour outside of London. And so she gave me the opportunity. She said, it might be really cool for you to come and just you know experience and kind of get some lessons from some teachers outside of the country. And so I was like, well... Okay, right. know, just to see what's going on. Right. So I went to this camp, and it was literally the best experience of my life. Um, I literally met so many people from around the world, and I met my teacher, Joshua Fisher, okay. um, who I had one lesson with him and just was just like, dude, like, I have to study with you. Like, you are the dopest dude ever. Right. Like, you just, you remind me of my dad, but, like, you're going to help me practice. Oh, like, wow. I need, like, no, he's he's just, he's awesome. So I'll um, develop that story a little bit more. So I talked to him, and I was like, hey, uh, where do you teach? Because I was a junior. I had to start, you know, auditioning for college because I knew I wanted to be a violinist. So I knew I was going to conservatory or to okay. a conservatory, uh, wherever, as long as it was a good teacher and I could afford it. Right. And, you know, everything else. <laughs> the two primary um, things. Yeah, two primary things that didn't really work out how everything, but anyway. So... Um, I asked him where he taught, and he said the Royal Academy of Music in London, England. And so I was like, okay, like, you know, never heard of it, like, but I'll audition because I want to learn with you. Like, I right. think you're cool. So I had no idea about this school. I had no clue, like, what this school was, anything. And so I started doing research, and it's, like, one of the number one music schools in the entire world. Oh, wow. And I didn't know that. I had no idea. And I was just like, oh, like, Okay, but it didn't really, you know, register to me because I was like, I want to study with this teacher. Right. So he was like, you know, do the audition, like see what they say, you know, whatever. Like if they if they say yes, then we'll start, you know, start lessons when you get here. And if not, like we'll keep talking and right. you know, whatever. So I was like, okay, like why not? I'm, you know, preparing for these other auditions. And so it was so crazy. That is the one audition where I felt like I was secure in what I was doing. Like okay. I've never felt that, like I've always felt secure in what I play, but like in that moment, it was literally like the, like, God was there. So like, it felt like, like this is what I'm doing. It was doing. so locked in. Like yeah. when you just have that moment, you know, when you're doing something, right. you have that moment where you're just like, wow, like it's ri- like yes. you're just right Alignment. on time. It was literally directly yes. aligned. And auditioning for it was super awesome. They had um, over, I think it was three or 400 people audition, and they accepted three of us in the <gasps> undergrad class. So I was three? one of three. Yeah. So I'm telling you, like, God is really real in my life. And like, wow. it's, it's really just. It was an awesome experience. It was. I was one of the one of I think six African Americans in the entire school. That was my next. So that question. was that was a um, that was an interesting challenge, but it wasn't a, a negative experience at all. Okay. It was very very awesome, um, and it actually brought a lot of awareness to a lot of my friends who are of the other culture. Okay. Um, which I think was a really good thing for all of us as well. Okay. So yeah, it was it was an awesome experience, and I gained way more life experience than right. I wished to, you know, than I ever wished to, but. It was it was really really. Awesome. And how many years were you there? Four years. So I um I got my bachelor's degree in music uh, with okay. the principal study in violin performance. Okay. So that's my official 
all the letters behind the name right. stuff. Yeah. So I was going to ask, what what is the makeup of African-American representation in, in the world of vi- classical violin? Like, I've never, un- you know, studied it or, or mm-hmm. I don't know of anyone. And mm-hmm. and I when I met you, I was just like, oh, okay. And so what does that look like for you? Who are you looking up to in the industry? Um, so there's quite a few people. Like, it's weird because the community is so small, but there's mm-hmm. like, Quite a few of us kind of popping out now. Okay. You get like the odd follow on Instagram from like somebody in Florida or in California or something like, hey, I do hip hop too, check me out. Da, da, da. And I'm oh. like, oh, this is dope. So there's like a little, you know, thing going on. I have a great friend, Dominique Hammond, shout out to him. Um, we went to high school together. He also plays violin. Dope. Freaking amazing guy. Um, you can follow him everywhere, but he is somebody I really look up to as far as style because he's yes. got his own thing going on. Okay. Um, Jalen Black, who I also went to high school with um, wow. and elementary. Like, we were all in the same class, all African-American, like, all together. Like, and it's crazy that and we're all... And they're violinists, too? We're all violinists. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so we all, like, have the same... Like, some of us had the same teachers. Like, Jalen and I went to elementary, middle, and high school together. Okay. But he's younger than me, and he's just moved to L.A. So, L.A., if y'all are out there, Jalen Black, look him up. Dope violinist. Shout him out. He will definitely blow you away because he's dope. So we think of violin as a very classical instrument mm-hmm. and you have this wonderful background in this training but your project is not classical, not classical. so let's talk about that <laughs> in just one second yeah. so this um this next ad is is for those of us who may need some legal representation have you been in an accident or experienced property damage lost wages or pain and suffering you don't have to face these issues alone you need a dedicated team to get you the help you need contact the car crash lady lawyers today for unstoppable results. The dedicated car crash lady lawyers, Lenise Fuller and Barbara J. Hudson, have more than 50 years of combined legal experience, and they have successfully fought for the rights of individuals who are injured in a wide variety of cases. So call 844-8-LADY-LAW for a free case evaluation or visit www.carcrashladylawyers.com for more information. So looking at what you do, so I know that you are very active in your church, your Mm -hmm. church, which is... Wheeler Avenue Baptist Church. Wheeler Avenue Mm -hmm. Baptist Church. When I tell you Jamie is an anointed violinist, there's this one video of Jamie just basically ushering in the spirit of God and you see it impacting the entire service. And this is her being a part of the band. This isn't her, you know soloing or anything and so your anointing and your gifting are very evident and I appreciate that representation in the black church because mm-hmm. that a, a violin is not an instrument that is often a <laughs> right. part of a band right. and right. so I appreciate that children in in Wheeler and children now across the world because of the internet are able to see like oh yeah. I can blend my spirituality no, yeah, with can. this instrument Absolutely. and hear it's um, I don't know. It's it, there's something heavenly about it's, that tone. Yeah, it's, it's something in there. Yeah, it's the Holy Ghost. and it's like know. it's like is it this angel singing? Sometime. Yeah, and it's so it's so it's so beautiful to see. And what else do you do at Wheeler? Are you do um, you teach or do anything there for for Wheeler? And so we music? have a youth orchestra in the works. Okay, so still awesome. some my little baby project going on. So we have um, we play during Christmas service sometimes, and we've done like a couple of big services. 
Um, but just like kids who play strings, like I've had a couple kids run up to me and say, I play violin, can we play with the band sometime? And Aww. like they're really interested yeah. in doing it. So I think we're trying to kind of come up with some new ideas. We're trying to incorporate the kids and just really kind of incorporate uh, more string players as yeah. well. So I might not be the only one. Uh, in the yes, near future, so we'll that's see. awesome. Uh, but yeah, there's some stuff in the works, so we're looking forward to it. That's awesome. And mm -hmm. so what else? I know you said you got your bachelor's in music. Music. Mm -hmm. music. And so what, what are you doing professionally? Uh, so as well as uh, playing at Wheeler, I'm the assistant orchestra director at Booker T. Washington High School here okay. in Houston. Um, so that's what we were talking about earlier with the Zoom right. calling and like trying to get all the teaching right. going. Um, so this is my second year, so I'm brand new, like a baby in the district. Okay. Um, but it's been a really cool experience. I didn't think I was ever going to teach like yeah. in a classroom. Because uh, that's my like my mom's thing. I was about like, to say, so, your mom's yeah, my an mom, incredible like, math teacher. My mom has been teaching for as long as I can remember, like, amazing teacher could teach you anything if right. you really sit down right. and listen. As my mom, you know, I know she could teach me anything. Um, but so I thought that was kind of her calling. So when I was like, okay, the Lord's like, you're going into the classroom. I'm like, okay. So we're doing the same thing. But at, at first I wasn't really excited about it. I'm like, man, I'm going to be like grading papers mm -hmm. all day. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to be able to go to gigs and like all this stuff. But it ended up working out um, to where my schedule worked out with it and I could still come out with the project. I could yes. still have my life and still teach some really incredible kids, get to know some really incredible faculty. Um, so it's been cool. What area of town is Booker T. Washington in? Uh, it's in the north-ish side. Okay. Toward the north side. And this is mostly African-American kids? Um, so it's a it's a pretty good mix, African-American and Hispanic community. Okay. So, so kids of color. Mm -hmm. So you said they have an orchestra program? We have an orchestra program. Stop. We do. No And it's popping. Clue. It's popping. So you mean it's little kids, not even little kids, because these are high no, schoolers. No, they high school. They, they, grown. they got jobs and everything. But they, <laughs> they are literally over there no, yeah, being taught. Like real orchestra that's yeah. fascinating um and it's, so, it's awesome. so interesting to see because there's there's just such a stigma about um just like especially kids like in in lower performing communities of being you know thuggish or like or right. bad or like whatever and you just see these kids who are really trying yeah who are really trying to do something more positive for themselves so you see the guy coming in after working all night at Subway, right. and he coming in the orchestra, he kind of sleep on his instrument, but he's still trying because trying. he knows right. he has to get to the next level. Like, I have so many students with so many stories, and just, you know, just, it's it's really a privilege to teach them because you can really see that they're trying. Like, even though society or some people in their lives has counted them out, right? Um, you can tell that they're really trying to get back up because, of course, we have, like, you know, teenage pregnancy and just, like, a whole bunch of stuff that is not necessarily negative, mm -hmm. but might kind of change the way that the path goes right. sometimes. Right. You know, so it kind of causes some things to change. Um, but I'm glad that I can be part of a lot of these kids change. Right. Um, because they just want a chance. I love you know? that you are a black woman at this school with kids of color who has had this enormous career mm -hmm. in music in a with an instrument that's a little non-traditional because you know everybody's like I can sing I can rap whatever the mm -hmm. case may be but to me also the fact that you have the eye and the ear to know what that talent looks like yeah. so when you see these diamonds in the rough and, like, and this yeah it's and it's like it how is. can I provide you what I was given yeah. even with all of the privilege and opportunity that I because had. Because I know for a fact that it was privilege. Yeah. Like, I, I could never say that like, oh, like I was just so talented that I got like, right. there was some times where like it was some favor and it was some grace and right. mercy and it was a few people who weren't my color that right. helped me get into the door. Absolutely. You know, of course with everything going on, but 
just I've had some really good people in my corner. Yeah. Um, and I just thank God that it turned out that way because it does not turn out that way for, for a lot of people. It does not like and this kids is not- now need to see that. There are so many ways that I can authentically show up in the world right. and represent myself. Right, and I feel like you're trying to Absolutely. be something like Absolutely. I literally stepped into probably being myself and being comfortable probably as soon as the EP came out. See. And I've been alive for 24 years. See. And it took me getting to a point where it's like I finally put out what God put in me. Yes. Like my own original stuff to say, yes. okay, I'm good enough. I'm, right. I'm like, I can do this. Like I'm hanging with the big dogs. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. happening. And it's not kind of like on a clout thing, like, oh, I'm out there now. But it's like, mm-hmm. Lord, like you allowed me to really have that opportunity to share my gift yeah. with people. And people really like, they Messing like with it. it. Yeah. They like it. Yeah. I'm like, yo, like this is cool. Yeah. Like I get people hitting me up on Instagram like literally every day. I'm playing stuff in the, um, in the Girl. office, in the car, like getting little videos, my nephews and stuff dancing around. That's I'm so like, this cool. is cool. So let's talk about this EP. Yes. So the title of the EP, and you can find it as part of Cairo Productions. Yes. Uh um, The title of the EP is Driving Music. Mm -hmm. So let me tell y'all, Jamie drives this little red, (laughs) is it red? This little red Mini Cooper. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it fits her because she's a little tiny. The car's (laughs) a little tiny, so it's fine. So when I saw this was your artwork, I was like, this girl better, this is representation, like this is her from the cover (laughs) to to the the last minute on the track and so I'll tell you like because I did not want my face on the cover uh, but I wanted everybody to know that, that it this was is me my, like you gonna know because you know <laughs> that's my car so people say oh that's Jamie thing okay yep. yeah so every little red mini cooper I see on the road people I'm like, like I saw your car Jamie <laughs> so tell me where driving music came from where'd that title come in so it's really really crazy it's just been kind of in my head I was actually sitting in my car one day and so there's a little seatbelt sound a seatbelt sound that comes on whenever you're driving you know like if you don't mm-hmm. do put it on like right. ding ding or like whatever so the sound in my car goes do 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 mm-hmm. and so i thought it was really cool so like it would come on and it was like kind of in a beat so i was like this is kind of live <laughs> and so i was like i wonder like if i could take this and like make a beat okay and so i'm really good friends with this incredible drummer leon control shout out to him quick sticks my dude quick sticks um quick sticks that's my guy um he came together with me and i was like i have this crazy idea i want to kind of take the sounds from my car and i want to make a beat Wow. Because I want it, and I want to call it car. Okay. And so I just knew it was called car. Like, I didn't I didn't think about anything like that. And so we started, you know, researching. Like, he pulled some sounds together, did an incredible job. Uh, he did the first and the fifth track on the EP. He made okay. both of the beats. Incredible guy, incredible sound. Um, and we just came up with this concept because I was like, I wanted to bump. Like, I wanted to, like, right. and then bump this in your car. Right. And I was like, hey. That's that kind of catchy. Like, right. Yeah. So those are the five tracks. Bump this in your car. Wait. So track number one is? Bump. <laughs> track number two. This. Track number three. In. <laughs> track number four. Your. <laughs> track number five. Car. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. Bump it in your car. That's nice. So when I turned it on, like I literally listened to it for probably 10 seconds before I <laughs> called you. And I was just like, yo, yeah. <laughs> this is sick. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I gotta, I need this to be in my life. I need this as part of something. I don't know what. And it just has such a vibe to it. And so, and I, I, when I found out, because what track are you singing on? Your, your fourth track. Yeah. So I was listening, and I get to your, and I'm like, I text you, and I'm like, who's doing the vocals on your? She was like, 
me. I'm like, wait a minute. So you, she sings? On um, occasion. Did I'm it make shower. you nervous? Like, oh what God. was it like finally oh. stepping into that booth and it recording was, your so stuff? So I can finally talk about this. Awesome. Okay. Shout out to K-Row Productions. All right. I had it on my mask. Kefia Rollerson, everybody on the team, real Zara, love y'all. Kefia everybody. was supposed to be with us today, but being the musician and the producer, she, she was not able to make it. We miss you, Fee. She's moving around. We love we, you, sis. We will get you up here. So Absolutely. thank you for what you do. But go ahead. Absolutely. I just want to shout that so out. So it has been an incredible experience. Of Kefia um, was the runner-up on season six of Sunday Best. Okay. Um, and so I moved back to Houston in 2018 and did a concert where she was um, in the audience. And so we ended up chopping it up and she was like you know you're really dope like let's like work and so yeah. I was like you want to work with me like right you know I didn't Do really you know, know who she you was. are yeah <laughs> and so I was like well let me just look up who she is like, oh you didn't know who I she didn't was know. like got it was. So I was like dope like cool like you know I didn't know right and then I started looking everything up and I was like oh man this is a she want to work with me <laughs> like oh. this is for real like right, I gotta right. tell my mom like <laughs> Mom, guess what? No, but right. I was just, I was super excited. And so we got together and I started, you know, expressing my ideas to her. And she really just took my idea and made it my own. What was your idea? My idea was to come up with a funk track and put it out at first. Okay. Okay. That's exactly what it was at the beginning. I okay. wanted to come out with something funky. I wanted to do it. And then she was like, well, why not come over with a project? Because I was working on those beats with Leon already. Okay. And so I was like, well, we got a few little things and like a few different genres and stuff. And so she literally gave me complete creative control and that's something that I can't say for a lot of producers and a lot of other people out here who like they're they're helpful but they want to put their own hand on stuff like Fee was very hands on when I needed her to be okay and then when I needed it to be okay Jamie you come up with the concept you do what you need to do like it's authentically me and that's okay. what I really appreciate she let me really express my voice the way I wanted to do it on okay. the project um, and so that's something that I can say is something positive about K-Row like if you're an artist you're looking for somewhere to really um, put your music out in a way that's not only professional, but you have a spiritual uh, pouring into. Um, it's not just like a hangout or a, a vibe. Like we really, you know, rock with each other. So I'm just really grateful for the team that mm -hmm. I have. Um, and just being able to make the music that I'm making because the fact that they believe in me to do this right. crazy stuff. And to help. And they push yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. And like really make my, my dreams a reality. Like that's something real. Like, right. you know, and I just really appreciate them. So how long have you been writing your own music? Like how did you know when you, that you were ready to, I don't know, to I even. Know. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that any of this was going to happen. Really? <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. I thought that I was going to be in an orchestra somewhere. Just making my little check and going home. Playing with other people and, have yeah, and, put and, in front of and you. And go to the jam session sometimes and, you know, just hang out. And then I started writing this music and I was like, is this mine? So like, what was that like? Music? Like writing, like what does that feel like? What is that process like? I really, it just all kind of came. Like honestly, I it just can't happens. really. It just all really happened. And then I was like, I like this. I like this sound. Like let's record it. And then Fee's like, okay, so like we'll put it in the, the logic session and okay. record the loop and we'll listen to it. Like it needs something else, needs something else. So we're just kind of sitting there, like okay. just adding, like kind of like making a cake, if okay. you will. Like so just adding ingredients until we like what we have. And then wow. cutting away from what, okay, this is too much, take this out. So it's a lot of like basically like 
brain fart and then clean it up clean and then it up. it's like and then, a and little then it's more. like okay this is presentable okay here you go so yeah. how long have you been working on it before um, you so it, it, it took me a year and a half to do the complete project okay um and so i thought it was going to take me way less time because i thought like right i'm just going to come up with the song it's going to be nice right i did not realize it was going to take mixing mastering going back and taking off some stuff that you thought was dope and ah. then you go back and it really wasn't cool and you're like and no. you're just like man this was this wasn't what i thought it was so i go back and i listen to uh, my references in comparison to the actual project and I'm like totally different stark op- like stark opposites wow like, it doesn't sound anything like any like I didn't even think I was gonna sing you know right so that never even it just it never registered at all so it just it was been a really awesome experience who was your inspiration with this like when you were thinking about where you want this to go mm-hmm. um did you have like a plan or a goal or I want to I want to get to this point or were you just like let me just see honestly it was kind of a bit of both I was like I want something that people can play in that car and you can play it to anybody your nephew your niece your mm-hmm. cousin your uncles like your grandma can play it at home and she won't be offended because right. you know right. like just something that can be can be shared with the world and something even if I don't get a whole bunch of fame or fortune from this like it's something that I know I'm proud of doing right it's something that I know the people that I love they like love it, it too. too yeah and so I was just like that's cool with me um and so as far as my plan for the project we're just gonna see where it goes I'm gonna keep pushing it um and we're gonna come out with some some stuff is on the way can't talk too much about it but okay. just stay tuned okay so there's some new stuff coming out with driving music and that's it'll be out up. at some point so that's what's up y'all just stay tuned a lot of stuff <laughs> So are you looking for a delicious snack packed with protein without the additives and preservatives? We have just the thing for you. Jay the Peanut Man has delicious gourmet oven roasted peanuts, the best boiled peanuts in Texas, and homemade oven roasted peanut butter. Their products are vegan friendly, gluten free, and non-GMO. They ship nationwide and all products are vacuum sealed for maximum freshness. Close, choose from your mouth from mouthwatering flavors like lemon pepper, fajita taco ranch, bangin' curry, and Jamaican jerk. You're hungry now, right? I know, so hop on over to jthepeanutman.com to place your order now and tell them Stunna Radio sent you. Okay, Jamie, so when you think about your next direction or your next step, what do you think you want to do next or what do you think you need to do next in order to do you think of yourself as an artist and a musician now um every now and then like it's still something I'm getting used to because I've always thought of myself as a musician but now that I'm kind of in the forefront it's like oh I actually have to like kind of put some clothes on and you know look look the part yeah (laughs) like let me go get my nails done real quick I'm looking a little shabby out here (laughs) Um, so just trying to kind of, you know, elevate myself and just be better, think better, you know, started working out a little okay. bit, just trying to get, um, just get my self image to where I know I'm comfortable with myself. Like I've always, um, I've had a little bit of a struggle with like self-esteem and like just other things, but God has of course like been, um, really merciful and allowed me to kind of make it through some of those things okay. and finally get to a place where I'm comfortable and I'm happy with myself. Okay. Um, and so with the music, with everything, like it's just been, um, just really cool just trying to you know, make that transition, but still be myself, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's cool. So how do you want to um, encourage or what do you want to do to encourage other black youth? Because I want to make sure Mm -hmm. that kids of color, especially black girls, get to see as many different versions of what is possible for them as as they can. So how do you think you want to impact 
uh, that part of the community, or is that an interest? Yeah, you? absolutely. Um, I think that it's so important um, that exposure is brought to our community, especially when it comes to things that seem like they're not accessible to everybody. Because um, I know I felt like at first, like I was the only black girl playing violin in like orchestra, and I would look around and be like, "Where's everybody at?" Right. Like, you know. Right. Like, you know, this is fun for me. Like, why can't you know? Why can't why everybody experience people? this? Right. But now that I'm seeing like more programs are being implemented in elementary schools and you know just schools around. Um, more teachers are coming out. There's more people doing uh, the hip-hop and the, right. the things that are more accessible to us as a community. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to take the project and take what I do and kind of uh, mesh that together with the tradition of classical music mm -hmm. because while I'm doing that, like, there are some people out there who are doing the, the hip-hop thing and aren't really doing it, you know, the way that it should be done violinistically. Okay. So not use a big word if that's okay. even a word. But just trying to keep the, yeah, just trying to keep it, like, really classical. Not really classical, but really classy and really just, like, keep it to where it's it's highbrow, but everybody can listen to it. Yes, You know? Yes. It's like, this is sophisticated music, but it's not so so high up that I can't come in my jeans and right. my tank top and come listen to this right. at the... Miller Outdoor Theater somewhere or something, you know? So is I know that there are some um, instruments that are more costly to play. Is mm -hmm. this an instrument that many people can access very easily? Um, it depends on the situation. Um, here in Houston, actually, it's been a good experience because there's a shop out here called Lyle Violin Shop, and they have um, different partnerships with schools okay. um, to where the schools are giving the instruments to the kids. And okay. so they have access to the instruments through this shop and through um, different grants and things through the district and other things. Um, but I feel like these days it's a bit more accessible than it was when okay. I was in school. Okay. Um, and so I'm just glad that the kind of community has opened itself to um, exploring the violin programs, exploring the art programs, mm -hmm. um, so that kids can have other options. You know. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you when you think about violin, is violin an instrument that you hear in hip hop a lot? Um, not really. Like I've I've heard some some uh, producers use some really dope samples of strings, okay. but like as far as like a violin, it's like the only one I can really think of. Like off the top of my head, who was like big big was Miri Benari. Which she was like okay. out like a while ago. Like she did some stuff with uh, Scarface and uh, a couple of other rappers, and she was just dope, 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 and she does, like, she did what I want to do now. Okay, which um, is? Which is, so she was really, really dope at the classical stuff, but could get on the hip-hop track and just kill. Okay. And so that's why I was like, I want to be able to do all of that, like, okay. be able to sit in the orchestra, still play the Tchaikovsky and the Beethoven, right. and the, but still go down there with Jay-Z and them and, and go spit right. on the violin at the cypher or whatever. What do you, you know? think it takes to be that person, to have that flexibility I think it takes being open to every sound and knowing that sound is music and music is sound and like not trying to be so well music has to be done this way or this way or this way mm. like I, I took the path of very traditional very classical very to the book um, and that made me appreciate music more because it was that serious to classical right. composers to where you had to play everything on the page or you're exactly. dishonoring what yes. we're doing yes. so it really gave me so a respect factor when it came to other people's music. So like, I have perfect pitch. So when I listen to music and I'll have my friends like sing with me or something like that, I'll get upset if they don't sing it in the right key. Mm. And that's something classical because I'm like, no, they wrote the song and they're like, Jamie, you're just so weird and like, stop. They're like, no guys, like we gotta pay homage. No, like if guys. we don't sing, yeah, guys, come on. Like, you know, and here I am, the nerd is coming out, but that's just something for me. Like, I just feel like the integrity of the artist, like what they did is what they meant to do. Right. 
Right. Even if it wasn't, you know, the most incredible thing ever or, like, something that they felt like was number one on the charts. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever an artist puts out, like, that's what, what they, they want. Yes. Yeah, that's what they want to say, yes. you know? And... If you know, you're going to do if it. If you're going to do it, go all the way. Listen, like, right. go all the way out. <laughs> Got you. That's how I feel. So when it comes to your your future, mm-hmm. okay, so what is your ideal? I know you said you want to be on those tracks, but mm-hmm. is what is your biggest thought of yourself? Like, what's the highest level of yourself you can actualize, I guess? I want to work with everybody. Everybody. Everybody from Chris Brown down to a country band in the middle of nowhere. Like, I want to work with everybody. Like, if you need strings on your project, if you want to find some violinist to put on, you've had this vision of this violinist, but you can't find her, I'm here. Hey, hi. Nice to meet you. (laughs) I'm willing to work with you. Um, Because I believe in people's vision, and I believe that it's really, it's literally as easy as a message or Mm -hmm. or an exchange that literally something can happen from that. Yes. Um, And so for me, I feel like my, like, my level, like, I don't want to be famous. That's right. not something, I don't want to be the glitz and the glamour, but I want to be known in the industry. If you right. need strings, you call Jamie. Like, right, she right, gonna right, make right, sure, right. you know, and she'll come and do your video, put a little outfit on if right. you need her. Right. But she's not, she's cool, she's in sure. the background. That's my ideal. That's like, my family set up, like, I'm good. Like, the bread, I don't got to look at it. Like, God got me. Like, that's where I want to be. That's what's yeah. up. So, what do you think has been your biggest lesson through all of this? Let's start with, um... I'll go from back to forward. So what do you think your biggest lesson has been or your greatest lesson has been doing the project? Doing the project, don't be afraid of coming up with everything and then scratching it all and then coming up with something else. Okay, why? Because every idea is an idea for a reason. And even if it doesn't make it on the project, that doesn't mean it was a wasted idea. It kind of make room, yeah, makes room, it makes room for, for the other, one. Because you know yeah. you've created something like, okay, this is dope, but I need more. Right. This is cool, but I could do something else. Right. And so when you do something greater than what you already did, not only is that growth, but that's something that you can stem from. Because yes. guess what? You can go back to that old session and sample that and yes. then make it something super yeah. dope later. Yeah. So, you know, it just depends on how you look at what you're doing. But as far as a project, don't give up. Um, don't scrap your ideas um, and make sure that you finish what you start. Okay, so when we think yeah. about making it to Royal Conservatory, Royal Academy, mm-hmm. what what was your what did you have to overcome, or what was your lesson going into that part of your life? Don't be afraid of being what some people consider a big fish in a huge pond. Okay. Because when I was coming from school, like I was one of the, you know, more advanced students. Okay. So I was used to kind of being first chair and, and, you know, just doing things, leading the orchestra section and doing this. And then I got to Royal Academy and it's kids from everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking Russia down to Australia, uh, people from England, people from Brazil, people from every, I mean, from every part of the world, and I've made some incredible friends, and, but it just put everything into perspective for me, like, there are people everywhere with talent. Yeah. So don't ever try to think that you the GOAT. Right. Until you've been given that crown. Got you. know you. what I'm saying? Until got somebody you. gave that to you, until, like, you get, you got the resume, you got the catalog. Right. You got to walk like you humble. Right. Period. Because I've not even scratched the surface in comparison to some of these Some people. of these folks. Yeah. Got it. And they have been working since they was two. And right. I started when I was five. five. Like, there's kids who was banging on drums when they was three months and, you know, right. just little. Doing, not right. that young, of course. <laughs> like, but, you know, they banging. Right. Like, you could tell they're into music. Like, yeah. some kids are just born with that Music, that theme. in them. Yeah. Okay. So, it's just about, you know, finding that center in yourself and then really just... 
being around other people, like push yourself to do that, but still stay humble. So I've heard you mention a lot about God Mm -hmm. and that humility piece sounds like a very, you know, a very intimate part of your spiritual walk. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about how spirit or, you know, being a part of a spiritual, a spiritual ride has, has been a part of your life. It has been an interesting ride. Like God is literally my everything. And right. I can honestly say that now without it being like, God, it's my everything. I'm like, right. it's so great. Like, you know, you just want to sound good on the radio. Like, right. no, I can literally say from my life lived thus far, God is my everything. Mm. And he has brought me through some things that I know I shouldn't have come out of, mm-hmm. at least okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like some things that that didn't necessarily, like, shape me in a bad way, but definitely changed my perspective about um, life. Yes. And definitely made me kind of step back and realize, okay, um, it's not really about me trying to be number one it's not really about me trying to be all out in the open it's about god getting the glory right regardless because he's the one who gave me the gift so if i'm trying to walk around like oh it's all me it's all me mm-hmm. he's not gonna get no glory and i'm not gonna get no glory mm-hmm. like what am, what, what am i gonna gain from gaining the world and losing my soul that's so true i don't want to lose my soul like right. because some people sell their soul to get this fame mm. only to and it's what? real only to only to not sleep at night but you posting on instagram with your grill on right. and you're good and Nah, bro, like, your mental is gone. Yeah. And yeah. and I would rather have my mental and be living on my, my check-to-check, even though that's not how I'm living right now. Like, I'm, right. I'm good. But, you know, I'd rather be living regular and have my mind than have everything in the world and be crazy. Right. Because literally some of those people, like, not even clinically, you're crazy because you've lost yourself. Yeah. You trying know, to trying to gain something, something that can never satisfy you, anyway. but God can satisfy you. Right. And I'm not saying that to be super deep or super spiritual. Like I have known Him for myself. Mm-hmm. Like at mm-hmm. my lowest, like He has been there. That's good for real. So good. you know, for people who are doubting or are not really knowing like what's going on, like He's there. Like I can tell you that for sure. That's he's there, up. and he will really come and meet you where you need him to be. So ha- have you seen God help your your dreams come true? Absolutely. Dude, I, like, from when I was a little girl, I used to pray this prayer. Lord, do something so big in my life that I know it was nobody but you that did it. Yeah. And I can't get credit. I can't give credit to my mom, my dad, my pastor, nobody who gave me an opportunity. God did this. Yeah. yeah. And I, I want to look up one day. I don't know how old I'm going to be. I might be, like, old on my, you know, it'd be old. Right. But, like, look out and, like, have everything that I ever prayed for and be like, God, you really did you it. You did it. You and did. I know he's going to do it. Yep. And, like, that's why I'm not, like, I'm not pressed about when it's going to come. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to come. Even if I just keep, I got to just keep trying. So, God, I'm, you have me, like. No, I'm, I'm full over here. To, I'm trying not to shout. I'm, I'm just, I'm like, told you to press that's the click so track. Because he's about to shout. Hallelujah. It's so good. You are so right. And it's just like when you have that faith and that confidence. You have to or you'll be defeated. Yeah, like yeah. Because there's so much trying to work against so, you. There's the so devil much is busy, and this is not me trying to be a preacher, but the devil is always going to try to knock you off your game when you're going in your direction. Yeah, I'm serious. Like, you thinking, man, I finally got out of that relationship. I finally got out of that yes, situation. Good. I That's finally, good, I'm Jamie. good. And then you walk in, and it's like, oh, here's something else. Yes. you like, man, what, God? I thought we were good. <laughs> we, were good. Man, we went through the test. But yeah. he's going, the devil, He God gives the devil permission to test us so okay. that he can know that we are on that we're with him. Yep. Like no matter we what, what, like we no said. matter like did we did we say yes to the call? If we said yeah. yes, like say yeah. yes. Yes. Don't don't say maybe. Don't say oh yeah, like oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. Like yeah, let's see. No. Yep. If you say yeah, do what you said. Your period. confidence in in God's truth 
is amazing. Because he's proved that to me. Yeah. And that's, that's why I can be so bold in that and not be scared of, oh, oh like, why, why you believe in God? Because he proved it to me. I don't right. got to explain don't nothing to, to you. That's good. I know what he did for me. That's good, Jamie. So, you know, I'm not going to Bible bash you. I'm not going to put it in your face. But guess what? If you ever question if he's real, look at my Talk testimony. To me. Right, right. That's he's good. real. That's good. For That's real. good. Absolutely. Whew. So. <laughs> sorry. Oh, you got good. Don't over be here, sorry. Y'all. Don't be sorry. That's good. So. <laughs> Real quick, just, hey, ladies, don't hide your curves. Period. On your curves. Period. Want to be bold, sophisticated, and ready for any occasion? We know you do. So visit the Dorcas Collection by D. Moore for all your fashion needs. No fashionista needs to be complete without her go-to dress, jumpsuit, or classic pant. Get yours today and give your wardrobe an upgrade. The Dorcas Collection by D. Moore is just a one-stop clothing concierge service offering a collection of exclusive, one-of-a-kind pieces and couture custom creations. Visit www.thedorcascollectionbydmoore.com today and tell them Stunner Radio sent you. You'll thank us later. So as we get out of here, Jamie, mm-hmm. what advice do you have? I think you just gave it, yeah. honestly. I just what my advice <laughs> do you have for someone who may be sitting, waiting for their dreams to come true, or just not even confident that they mm. can take that first step? What advice do you have for them? In your fear, make that step. In your, in your oh my gosh, am I really about to, yes, you're really about to do this, so do it. And that's something that Kefia, going back to my uh, CEO and producer who helped me with my EP, she would push that on me every day. Jay, you're doing this, so why are you scared? Like, it's happening. It's happening in front of you. Like, I had to realize, I had to snap out of, oh, my gosh, it's happening. Like, how I walked in the radio station. Right. Like, earlier. (laughs) And I'm looking at y'all like, this is legit. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, just freaking out. And then I had to just sit back and say, Lord, like, this is what I pray for. Yep. So why yep. am I freaking out? Like, let me just walk in it. So like, let true. me be bold. So to anybody out there who is looking for some inspiration, looking for something to push you to that next level, download driving music. But also, <laughs> <Plug. laughs> listen to that because that will help you in the mornings. I yes. promise you. It's a little prophetic. Okay. It will help you. Okay. Um, mm. But it's, it's, got a little, it's got a little push in it. Um, yes. Just for, if you listen to the lyrics on track four, it'll, it'll just really encourage you. Don't let mm-hmm. anything consume you. Uh, and just do your thing. Like, believe God, trust him, follow him, um, and he will literally open that door. So keep pushing. Keep doing your thing. For those of you who need to start that business and you know it only takes, like, one click on your computer and you just, oh, I'm going to do it, go do it. Go do it. For all of y'all who need to go practice that one lick because you haven't learned it for rehearsal yet, go learn it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just everything. Like, just do what you need to do to make sure that you're at your best level because when the time comes, you don't want to be getting ready. You want to already be ready. Yeah. So when it comes, you're like, okay, bet. Here, Here we, we go. go. Stay ready so you don't have, have to, to get, get ready. Because if you right. have to get ready, you got to scramble. Right. And then it's not what you, and you want it to be. And you going to forget something. you're going to forget something. Something is going to fall off. The last thing on my EP literally says, has anybody seen my keys? Because <laughs> I lose stuff all the time. <laughs> so, guys. Be on top of your stuff because you will forget something if you're rushing. You have been an incredible guest today, Jamie. Oh, I appreciate it. Tell the people where they can find you and driving music. Y'all can find me on all social media. Um, It's Jamie Perry. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at Jamie Perry Violin. That's J A M I E P E R R Y V I O L I N. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of letters. (laughs) Jamie Perry Violin. Follow me. Um, I don't have a Twitter because I'm kind of old school. Um, I do have some stuff coming out on YouTube and stuff coming out soon. 
Um, and I'm looking forward to getting in touch with you guys. Uh, feel free to reach out. Um, all of my stuff to book me is on my Instagram as well. Uh, so feel free to follow Where me. do we find the music, Jay? Uh, so the music is on all streaming platforms. Driving music, Jamie Perry. You can type it in, J-A-M-I-E-P-E-R-R-Y. Um, and you will find driving music. If you see the red Mini Cooper and two violins on top, that's me. That's her. Uh, bump this in your car. Remember, those are the tracks. So be sure to check it out. Let me know what you think. Leave a review. Looking well, thank you. It. That was awesome. I Great. loved having you here. Thank Yay. you. You are going to have to come back soon. Yeah, I'm excited. Come back. <laughs> thank cool. you for tuning in with us. Special thanks to Vanguard Radio and the Al Rucker Show. To learn more about Vanguard Media, visit www.vanguardmediallc.com. And be sure to check out, check out your local listings for the Al Rucker Show or visit www.alrucker.com alruckershow.com. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. We love you, lovelies. As our love note, be gentle with yourself. You are doing the best you can. There are plenty of ways that the world can try to beat you up and knock you upside the head. You don't need to add to that. Give yourself some love. Wrap your arms around yourself, lovely, and just remind yourself to keep pushing because you are amazing. Thank you for the ways that you show up in this world. You are making a difference in somebody's life. Have a beautiful weekend, lovelies. We'll see you next week. Vanguard Media, a mainstream urban AC. An original trendsetter with authentic culture. Our reach is far and wide. Email us, vanguardmediallc.com.